everybody it's your boy billy wayne back again with legacy united a righteous project inc podcast so we got a new guest today but i'm gonna pass it to him and let him introduce himself real quick hey billy thanks for having me on i definitely appreciate it my name is lawrence myers um father of three soon to be four uh yes, looking sir. forward to that looking forward to that three daughters uh hopefully a son we'll find out next week but as long as it's a healthy okay. baby we'll go with that yes um, sir Talent acquisition professional. I work in talent uh, talent acquisition management. Um, I'm a professional recruiter. Uh, held many job titles leading up to this point in life as well, too. So, uh, everywhere from a supervisor uh, to multiple different companies I worked for. Um, so, currently in talent acquisition right now. Cool, cool. That's what's up, man. And I forgot to say it before we recorded. Uh, congratulations. The fourth yeah. one, you know, I got one upcoming too, man. You know, just keep myself busy. You know what I mean? Know, I didn't um, want to. I didn't want to lose the race. You know, it seems like there's a race to see how many we can get. So, just like, like that, man. Yep, yep. Um, and you guys know how how it is. We invite um, people on here to share their stories, uh, paths they've gone through to become yep. the person they are today. It's all about sharing. Um, some inspiration and motivation for the audience as well. So what I'm going yeah. to do, I'm going to pass it back, pass it back your way, man. You can start from the beginning, man, and, and let us know, uh, you know, your story, sir. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good, uh, man. I'll, I'll go way back, man, because I think a lot of us, okay. a lot of people, as far as who we become in life, really um, starts at that early stage of life. That's the formidable years, right? Um, so I'll, I'll go back right. to like childhood. So I was uh, born in. Phillipsburg, New Jersey, grew up um, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So we'll, we'll, we'll go back to like, I want to say like 89. <laughs> okay. So I was like four, four, four years old. We'll go back there. And, and I think yeah. it's important because, um, you know, lots of things happened in my life uh, that really made me the person who I am today. And I'll take none of it back. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. It just gotcha. makes you who gotcha. you are. Uh, lots of learning experiences. So. My childhood was not ideal, I would say. It, it was pretty hard, uh, to yeah. say the least. Um, so starting back in like in 89, 90, that's where issues started to happen. Uh, that's where, uh, you know, lived with my two brothers, my sister. So there's four kids, um, my mother, my father. Uh, we lived in a, a, a nice townhome in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Okay. And, and, and then... It went bad after that is the best way I could put it, right? So what kind of led up to that was a lot of things. So you had drug use, right? That's a very commonality with alcohol use, drug use, uh, abuse. Yeah. Um, and then my my mom was not extremely, let's just say she wasn't faithful to my father as well, too. So there, there's an element of that. Um, and it all kind of spiraled out of control. Then we went from Bethlehem to Allentown. So you go from living in like a three bedroom, two bathroom townhome. I, w I would say a decent childhood that I could remember in the early part. And then when I hit five, you're living in like, it's just you, your two brothers and your dad. Mm. And then we're living in like a shelter. Like, all right, we wow. get this family gets this room, this family gets yeah. this room, this family gets that room over there. And then you're kind of thrown off like, wow, what, what happened to everything? You know, you start questioning, was it something you did or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, and that's where 
life was different. So if I would say from six to 12 years old, there was like about a good six years there where it was just tough, man. It was really tough. So we lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And, and some of the struggles that, it, you know, we had to go through was, was just being hungry. Like people, yeah. something my kids don't know about, but man, when you're a kid and, and you're, and you're telling your tongue, your stomach's hurting and you have no money and there's no food in the house. Uh, it, it really impacts you. Um, so that was just like an everyday struggle figuring out how to eat. So a lot of times it would be, um, man, it, it, in the winter time, it would be if I could go door to door, shoveling people's sidewalks and stuff like that to get money. That would be one yeah, thing. Right. Um, if I could stand in front of like, it's not called King Soup is out there. It was called Food Lane back in the day. But standing outside yeah, grocery okay. stores, asking for change, that would be one thing. Hell, stealing, going in there. Doing yeah, that, that yeah, would be another right. option as well, too. Uh, whatever you had to do. Like, that's the one reason I love going to school, man. You got free lunch. You know, yeah, so yeah, right. I was a motivator to, yeah. to want to go just because that would be the only meal I would eat that day. So that that was tough, you know. And and it's mostly, it's not like my father didn't try. Like I said, he had a, you know, a drug problem. So and if any of us know someone who had a, uh, a problem with drugs, specifically crack cocaine, which is so addicting, yeah. Um, it really right. changes who you are, changes who you are, you know, yeah. so he loved us. There's no doubt about that. But, um, you know, he was battling that at the same time. So therefore, you know, food stamps don't work because back then it wasn't like a card, you know, it was the book. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. Ones are brown. I yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. It's purple, you know, exactly. um, you know, that's that's drug money right there. You get drugs. Right. There. You know, so, you know, we rarely got to use those because when those came in, we would try to hide them from him, mm, okay. uh, you know, and he would just grab them. I remember one time, you know, it's funny when you grow up like this, you kind of get a sense of humor. We, we were, me and my brothers were debating like, hey, man, where should we hide this at? Where should we hide these food stamps at? Like, hide them yep. in the Bible. Man. He'll never go feel oh, bad. Man. Yeah, yeah. That didn't work, man. <laughs> Still took them out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man, yep. It was just one of those things where, yeah, during that time, it, you know, it was bad. And then what, what really boiled over at that point is, you know, we eventually left that shelter and, and we went to an apartment in Allentown. Uh, okay. Went from 2nd Street to 10th Street, which is a little nicer. If, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's still both terrible, but yeah, it was a little yeah. nicer on 10th Street. I think my cousin had an apartment there and we lived in the upstairs for a little bit. And then uh, something happened to him. So we just oh, wow. kind of took yeah. over that apartment for a couple of years. Okay. Uh, but we came home from school. I remember coming home from school one day, and it was like, "Oh man, all of our all of our stuffs on the sidewalk." I don't know if anyone ever oh, had that experience man. where you walk home from school and yeah. you're just expecting to, you know, to go upstairs and, you know, and you see all your stuff out there. You're like, "Okay, so all of our hey. stuffs out here, right?" So I can't just go upstairs. No one's to be found. You know, like I said, my dad had his issues, so he's not like around. So I slept yeah, outside. Yeah. That oh man. Yeah, I slept outside wow. that night, and I'm like probably like 11 years old. And then okay. uh, the next day, I ran into my brothers, and then ran into my dad. And I think at that point, you know, anyone who's going through a drug problem, rock yeah. bottom. You a lot of times we think rock bottom is when like oh your bank account's cleared out or there's no food in the house. Nah, mm -hmm. man, that ain't rock bottom, bro. Rock bottom is when you ain't got a home, you ain't got nothing to go yeah. to. Oh man! So you right, got this. Right. So once you go to rock bottom like that, it's kind of like okay. Um, so we kind of just um, got with the state of Pennsylvania, and then you know got some help, which inevitably put us in a foster home for a few years. 
Gotcha. Uh, yep. You know, which led us to eventually moving out here to Colorado. So, you know, oh, looking okay. back during that time of my life, uh, it, it was one of those things where you have to, whatever you want, you kind of have to go get it yourself. I didn't have an option. I didn't have that option of like mom doing something for me, dad doing something for me. When you know, you're right. hungry, you got to go get it. You know, like you don't know how to count. You better, you better learn if you want to add up this change to go buy mm-hmm. some stuff in the store. Right? right. So it was one of those things where it's like a, a nature versus nurture, if you will. Gotcha. I, I would say. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, a lot of times we feel like we're not able to do things, but when you're put in a position where you don't have much of a, a choice, yep. you kind of, you kind of forced to, to make those decisions right there. And, and yeah, so that was, that was a lot of it. I mean, one part I left out as well too, and, and this was an eye opening experience to me. A lot of times I missed my mom, you mm-hmm. know, that's a big part of it, you know, cause my mom wasn't right. there. It was just my dad, you know, she was with her boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, oh, mom, mom will come save us type deal. Right. You're not right. thinking in your head as a kid. You're just thinking like, you know, that would be the case. As you get older, you kind of realize like, man, she had plenty of opportunities, you know, like those are, you know, I would never do that to my kids right mm-hmm. now. She knew what we were going through and, and chose not to do nothing about it. Um, but there was one time when she did come by in Allentown to see us. And it's funny, not funny, but she took me. So she actually took me. Oh, and man, like, okay. technically I was kidnapped. I was kidnapped for like wow. about 10 minutes. Whoa, right. So okay. they took me. And I thought I had it bad in Allentown. Everything I explained to you happened. Yeah. I went to Eastern Pennsylvania. It was even worse. Dang, right. Okay. And there's some things I won't go too much into, but let's just say they were doing, my dad had his problems, but he never did anything in front of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She would do things in front of me. So as a kid, mm. seeing actions done in front of you that you yep. should not see as a child did something to you as well. Man, yeah, as far as right. like, man, this is wrong. Like, so the person who I've been, kind of missing thinking they could save me is worse like this is mm, worse okay you know right. and then eventually yeah i think it was like about 10 months uh living in that and same thing it's not like i lived anywhere else that was a shelter as well it was like a one-room shelter just me her and her boyfriend who's technically my biological father but that's another story for another day we'll yeah yeah for sure okay but i was in that situation which was by far worse away from my brothers at least where i was with my brothers i knew what i was doing mm-hmm. that so yeah that was for a little bit there so i would say from age eight to nine you know that that was like a whole another wrench that i was kind of thrown into that yeah, madness wow. that yep. right there. then eventually i um someone recognized what was going on and they were able to take me out of that situation and, and bring me back to my brothers in allentown which was which where i wanted to be man those are my brothers okay. like my dad and no matter how bad things were, I know there were there was an element of love that was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it felt good to go there. But yeah, kind of going back to the foster home part of it. Um, my my father got us into a foster home, um, so he can get his life back together. So we lived okay. in I lived in Lenhartsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's kind of outside of Kutztown. It's yeah. Amish territory. You take a kid from the city, you put him on the Appalachian Mountains. Oh uh, man, okay. This is like mid nineties, you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was, we didn't have like, you know, TV, you know, he, mm-hmm. he wasn't in the TV. I lived on a rabbit farm, so we had a, I had to tent to animals. It was an oh, extreme okay. difference of where I lived. Interesting. Yeah, so, man. Okay. Taking care of rabbits, taking care of chickens, taking care of doves, um, you know, like going to 
the school was like, God, I think the bus was like K through 12. You know, it was one of those uh, yeah. rural type, you know, areas like that. And, yeah. you know, it was an odd experience. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really look back on it like negative, like I used to when I was younger. Some people would say like, you learned okay. work ethic. I don't think I learned any work ethic there. <laughs> If anything, the only thing I really learned is that no matter how bad you think you got it, people got it worse. Like I had it bad, mm. but I was never sexually molested like some of those kids that lived in that foster home. You wow, know, I never had man, gotcha. Other things happen, so no matter how bad right. you think you have something, there, there's people who yeah. got it worse. You know, and right. it's it's one of those things where I was like, okay, well, you know, hopefully my dad could get us out of here and we could kind of be a family again. You know, that, that yeah, was the idea. Yeah. I always had that, that hope that he would do that because that was the plan. And um, luckily, one of my brothers got to stay with me throughout that experience. Uh, okay. But it was an experience to say the least, you know, living right. in a foster home, living in a house with six other individuals that are all from shattered backgrounds and shattered homes. Right, uh, right. was definitely a unique experience, to say the least. Ooh, um, I bet. Yeah, it definitely was. So. Yeah, that's a, a little yeah. bit about that, man. And then I came to Colorado, yeah. 97. Yeah. Took a one-way flight from Newark, New Jersey. My dad moved out here because, you know, military. Got an uncle yeah. in the military who was stationed uh, out here in Montbello. Okay. Yeah, Montbello. Uh, like, okay. Oh, yeah. My, gotcha. uh, my uncle was stationed out in Montbello. Well, he was yep. stationed out here, but he lived in Montbello. Yeah. And uh, my dad came out here to kind of start a new life, uh, to get away from everything on the East Coast where we grew up at. And in right. seventh grade, uh, that's when I came out here in seventh grade. I went to Aurora Hills Middle School, but okay, yeah, we, we moved out here to Aurora, Colorado, is where I moved to, and gotcha. um, that's where things went different. You know, we were happy. It was you know we had a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment for three yeah. teenagers and my father. Yeah, but hey, man, I felt like I was on top of the world. Just happy to be with my brothers, happy to be with my dad, and it was it was almost like getting to know him again because it wasn't the same father before. You know, it was the the, the, okay. the same loving father minus the big drug problem, right? So. Um, mm -hmm. really, really proud of him to get us out here. And, and that's where there's like the story changes at that point. So it went from yeah. the hardships I went through, but now it's like I was able to, to leverage that experience, um, and bring it into my teenage years. So I, I've been working, yeah. Man, I've yeah. been on paper working since I was 14. You know, I was, uh, I always wanted certain things. I wanted a car. I wanted a cell phone. You know, I wanted yeah. that stuff. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I never relied on my father to do it. I, I don't think I was ever conditioned to be like that. So, right, um, right, okay. Yeah, fourteen years old. I'm working at Virginia Court Elementary School that summer of eighth grade. Wow, uh, got okay. some money, got my own back to school stuff. Freshman, sophomore year, I'm working at KFC. Yeah, uh, okay. Under the table past seven p.m. because you only work four to seven, and after seven they pay you. You know, my manager yeah, was hooking yeah, me right. up. Bought yeah. my own car when I was fifteen before I even knew how to drive. You know, it's a stick Dang, shooter. I know okay. to drive the thing, but right. saved up my money, got it <laughs> yeah. in sophomore year. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, those early years of going through that uh, really uh, molded me um, to just, you know, take on responsibility, but at the same time, not make excuses. Uh, right. A lot of times you can make excuses to why we're not able to do nothing. And I never really looked at life that way. I always looked yep. at if you want something, just outwork somebody. Right, you know, you facts. don't have to be smarter than nobody. You know, if you, you know, it helps if you could gain the intelligence, but what you really need is the determination mm -hmm. and the heart. And and if you do yep. that and you put that together, you'll you'll be able to accomplish a lot. And and that's kind of where it stuck with me at that point. You know, and I kind of carried that on, you know, throughout 
my life to this point. You know, my father's no longer with us. He passed away like four years ago, but. Oh, man, um, i to hear that. Thanks. Thank you. But I've really learned a lot from him. I saw somebody, you know, he was a positive role model. A lot of times we yeah. think those positive role models need to be like uh, people who never make mistakes. That doesn't, that's not realistic. You know, you know, yep. I learned more I from mistakes than I do from anything. Exactly. So yep. yep. To see him go through what he went through when I was a child and to see him come out here and sleep, you know, when we lived in those apartments, let me kind of go back. When we first moved out here in Aurora, mm-hmm. I went to Aurora Hill. So from seventh grade to like my junior year of high school at Gateway, what is that, four years? So for like four or five years, he slept on the couch and worked two jobs. He didn't have a bed. Yeah. Me and my one brother shared one room. My other brother had the other room and he slept on the couch. Yeah. Worked two jobs. My senior year, he bought a house for $250,000, right? Like he saved up his oh, money. Okay. He was really diligent. He worked yeah. two jobs, saved up his money because he had a goal in mind. His goal was to yep. in the house and get remarried. And he did eventually get remarried as well. Wow. Too. Okay. Um, yep. So I, I saw him come out here with nothing, you know, yeah. he came yeah. out here with absolutely nothing. And within four or five years, he was able to accomplish a lot of those goals right there. So wow. when I see these kids always giving me excuses why they can't buy a car, man, it goes in oh, one and the other. You yeah. still want to buy Right. Yep. You know, yep. So, I hear you. I agree. <laughs> that's what it is for me. But yeah, man, that's a, that's a little <laughs> bit about it, man. I, I would say like kind of my, my upbringing and my, my work yeah. ethic, a lot comes from that. Uh, right. I remember I told you I bought my car, right? Yep. When I did that, dude, KFC wasn't hiring. They weren't hiring when I got that job. I made them hire me, bro. I, I, oh, I, remember, I, I knew they hired at 14, 14, 15, if you yeah. had a work permit from the school. So good. So I would get good grades, right? That, oh, that was, that was yep. or I would just pay attention to school. And then yep. I, I made sure I was able to get hired so I could get the work permit. I don't know how it is nowadays, but that's what it was then. Yeah. And, um, and I, I knew KFC hired at a young age because I, I, I looked into it and they do. So I went there every day. The first day I went there, they said they weren't hiring. I was like, cool. You know, I, I went there every day and just kind of bothering yeah. the management a little wow. bit. I would like take yep. the uh, trays off the tables and I would like put them in the trash and bring them to the counter. Like wow. I was working as if I was working. Yeah. I would show up there like an hour, an hour and a half wow. every day at school. And then finally, after like two, three weeks of doing that, I must have went in there on a hella busy day. And I was like, for real helping. Yeah. I was. And the marriage was like, man, I'm not going to get rid of you, are you? Am I? I was like, nah, man, I really, I really want to talk to you. He's like, all right, man. That was my interview. I interviewed wow. without even interview. I didn't know what I was yeah, like. Yep. Me showing up every day doing that was enough. Where he's like, all right, man, here you go. Yeah. Go to Oregon on Monday. Ooh, man, and uh, crazy. yeah, you'll start. Okay. So I kind of yeah, like told them, you know, hey, yeah. man, you just got to <laughs> hire me, man. Because I see you hire some people here. Nobody. People like a job, bro. I want a job, man. I need a car. Yeah, I want something. Right, right. My dad's busy working, man. Like, I ain't going to ask him for this. This is what I'm about to do. Uh, right, so, y'all yeah. going to hire me because I'm the only ones around here that hire at this age. So, let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. You know what's crazy about that, man? Is Especially with this, with the new generation, they're, they're more picky, you know? Like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to work here because you don't pay enough or, you know, X, Y, Z. And then they right. just quit, you know, quit every two weeks, man, you know, uh, yeah. their jobs. And it's, you know, even I, I still believe it to this day, just like you were saying, man, you, you gotta, you gotta get out there and grind out, man. You gotta start, get it where you can and then build from there. You know, I mean, 
I think that's the most important thing a lot of kids are missing these days, man. So it's amazing to hear that that's how you, that's how you, you know, got in and got your your, your first gig, man. So, man, that's crazy. Yeah. crazy. yeah, you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll even uh, second that what you're saying. I know my nephew, he, uh, mm-hmm. I be getting on him all the time. Yeah. You know, like, you talking about like, man, I need, I need this car and all this other stuff and he ain't got yep. one. And yep. when I say nephew, don't don't think like uh, don't picture like this eighteen. Picture a twenty six. I'm talking about a twenty six, a man. I'm talking about a twenty six year old man. Yeah, this is what I'm talking right. about. Right? Yep, yep. And I'm saying like, yep. look, man, just work another job. Like you ain't got no kids, got no wife, yeah. don't have like a right. ton of you know people depending on you. You know. So I'm not. I'm, yep. I'm just saying when you don't have people depending on you, it's a little different. Your time is freed up a little bit yep. more. Exactly. So. You get 24 hours in a day. How do you choose to use those 24 hours, right? So yep. he constantly goes to temp agencies to get hired. And I kept telling him, stop going to the temp agencies, go to a real job. But hmm. whatever. He's doing the temp agencies. And I told him, like, get two jobs, man. Like, right. I, I've worked two jobs multiple times in my life. Yeah, same, man. Two 40-hour two shifts at a point yeah. of time, man. You know, get off one and go to the other and keep going, man. Yep. Yeah. You want things in life? Sometimes you got to work, you know? And, and the excuse is like, here's this excuse, man. I don't want to work too hard because when I get older, I don't want to have all these wrinkles all over my face. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah, that's, man. That's, that's what it is. So yeah. you're going you gonna, you gonna to get on me and your my brothers, your uncles, about helping you get a car or do this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out and get it yourself because of, of, of what you just told me right there. Yeah. And it's not just him. You know, at first I thought mm-hmm. it was just like, nephew's so lazy man like right it's right. like this this generation like and, and i don't know where it came from i'm not you know gonna pinpoint or anything like that but mm-hmm. uh, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like like y- y- you have to look man life ain't fair look i, I could have right. complained about everything that happened to me in life i could have made excuses right. and whatever the case is hey some people just got to work harder than others you know it, yeah, it, it yeah. is what it is you know this is yep. not a level playing field you're in america it ain't a level right. playing field. You know what? Mm-hmm. You got an opportunity. You know, I would rather live here with my opportunity than in some of these other countries. I see what's going on right now. Yeah, it's yeah, not man. Fair. Right. Yeah, people have a clear advantage over me, whether you want to say it's racially yeah. charged or uh, maybe they have more financial stability than mm-hmm. I do. They right. could go into institutions and whatever the case is. It's not fair, but I have a chance right. and I would rather take that chance and, and do everything I can to work with what I got. And exactly. I don't know where it is. Oh, you know, some people no, no, see no, it no. You're right. Um, and I, I said this before, man, I might get it wrong. The exact verbiage, but I heard somewhere they're saying hard times create easy times. Easy times create comfort. Yeah. Comfort creates hard times. You know what I mean? So it's right. a, it's a, it's a, it's a level, man. Um, and, and you know, it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, I have nephews the same way, same age, you know, 25, 26, the same mindset. They think working at McDonald's is beneath them, you know, so they right. refuse to, to go to work for McDonald's, but then they're sitting, sitting down and not making any money at all whatsoever. So they're not making like, any, any progress at all. Like, look, I understand you might not want to work there. No one's saying to work there forever. But you have to have a goal. If this is what's in front of you right now and you can maximize it, yeah, do that. Right. And then yep. as you're saving up money and you're doing that, you could apply, learn something and go right. to something else in life. You know, like it's just a starting point. You mm-hmm. you never started and you haven't started anywhere. You got to start somewhere. Everyone has, somewhere. everyone, 
has to start down here somewhere before you work. I didn't just apply to become a professional executive recruiter to make yeah, money. Yeah, right. I didn't just work that way. I had to right. work my way up. I started at KFC. I came assistant manager. I got right. hired at Dish Network when I was like 19 years old, taking telephone mm-hmm. Right. I promoted into a trainer because I showed I was good. You know, there's steps. There's layers to this. You 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 yep. move your way up. Oh yeah. And to think that yep. you could just <laughs> to think that you could just walk into like a high paying job, six figure job, or whatever the case is, like that. You're sadly mistaken if you think that's how things are yeah. going to work out. It it just doesn't work out that way. You got to work up to it. You got to build a network of people around you as well, too, that yep. can vouch for you as well, because that goes a long way. There's a lot exactly. in front of it. However, even if you don't have a lot of that, just lose some sleep, bro. Work two jobs. If yep. you work two jobs, you can really compensate for a lot. You know, you could learn to trade or whatever the case is. So, right. you know, I'm not saying everyone out here could go ahead and become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's not the case there, but if you have some realistic goals, like I want to have my own apartment and I want to have my own car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are realistic goals that you could accomplish. Um, especially right, if you don't right. have any dependence or anything like that, it becomes even more realistic to accomplish because you have nothing but time and opportunity in front of you to take advantage of that. So, uh, but like exactly. you said, the reason why most people don't do it is because you have to take action. Taking action right. is some of the hardest things to do. A lot of times we like to, talk about things and we live in our mind like it would be cool mm-hmm. what prevents us from doing it is taking action i i, I want to lose weight but man i don't feel like running or eating healthy or lifting weights okay right, right. i want to get back to school but man i don't feel like reading or learning mm-hmm. well the hardest part is whatever it is to to motivate you to take that action and a lot of times you have to have a why like what's your why behind yep. it what's your yep. reasoning behind what you're doing. I got a few of them, you know, my family. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. I want to make sure mm-hmm. I, I set a good example for my, my wife, my daughters and everything like that. But another part of it is like going back to what I told you earlier. Yeah. I, I've been rock bottom. I know what it's yeah. like yeah. To, to, to not just be hungry, but to be starving. I know what it's like to yep. sleep outside. And that wasn't anything due to my own actions. It was because I was a child and I lived in it. But when you feel that is, is one thing explaining something to somebody to say, Hey, Man, they're starving kids in the world. You know, mm-hmm. like as a kid, you're like, okay, you could kind of say, man, that sucks that kids are starving, but right. Till you feel Different that being that right, I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Till you feel that, you you really understand when you feel something like that. So, yeah, I, I felt a lot of those things, and, and maybe that's why I would say I would never uh, trade in or change anything that happened to me because I, I do understand how hard life can be at times and that motivates me to get out of bed to put them shoes on to drive 60 miles to Denver to to go to work and 60 miles back home i did that for three years 120 mile around yeah but orange man you crazy man i don't know how you go through traffic or do all that but hey man i'm just grateful i got a job to go to that pays me for what i do to come back like this so i'll i'll do it every day you know if i trust me if this is the worst life is going to be for me Thank you, God. Like, right? You know, yeah, I feel I'll that, this. man. So that, that that's that's crazy. So it it reminded me back when um, so you know when I was you know I was, I was working odd uh, jobs through, through my twenties. I don't remember my twenties as much. I do know that I had some kids, you know, my wife and all <laughs> that. But everything it was it was all grind mode. I was off the grid. I wasn't on social media or nothing. Right. Uh, but I was just 
I was just just working, you know, but not going anywhere. I was just grinding out. Now, was I good at my jobs? I sure was, man. I would go up. I, I was a assistant manager at Blockbuster, you know, um, yeah. just just working every day because I had that that mindset of just, OK, as long as I do this, I'll be OK. Um, and then I worked uh, I got the job at DirecTV and I was working 40 hours at DirecTV and 40 hours at Blockbuster, man, at least for about three or four months. Um, but even at that time, man, I was still working, not going anywhere. And it wasn't until I got into AQ, um, you know, I was like, man, I'm still not making, you know, I mean, after working two 40 hour jobs and then cutting that down, I already got my finances lower. We still didn't have money to, to maintain, man. And, and it was my wife and I, we were squatting at that time in this house, man. So we're squatting for a while for at least five months, man, five or six months. And that's when I ha- actually had the mindset, man, I got to get, I got to get back, back, you know, and, and move up. So that's when I started, you know, networking and everything. I think you remember around that time I started putting myself yeah. out there because when I first started, I was just laid back. I was in the background. I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't out there at all, man. But once I started doing that, you know, um, that's when I started noticing the changes. But the thing that, that, that caught me, man, was, you know, corporate world you know i'm you know i grew up in park hill um yeah. and i'm like okay y'all dress however i want to and then i'm trying to network and everybody's like man well you got to dress up no i don't want to dress up man that dressing up that's that man i ain't gonna do that and then i would always get turned down for things like okay all right i'll start dressing up but i dress up but then i'll leave my shirt untucked you know and yeah. they're like man you gotta you gotta tuck in your shirt man you know I'm like, ah, man yeah. all right and, you know the time that i tucked in my shirt and i just started you know just just playing it playing it right is when things started happening man so i started putting myself out there then i made changes i I dressed for the part you know i spoke the part and that's when i started seeing the difference you know and 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 that's the thing man some of these some of these kids some of these people they're just like no i'm not gonna do that that's 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 not me there's nothing wrong with you know i mean dressing dressing the part man you don't have to go in there with uh, there's this kid, I know you know who I'm talking about. He used to work at direct TV, but he would dress up, but then he'll have a, a baseball cap and some tennis shoes, you know, yeah. and, and some yeah. dress clothes, you know, and I'm, and, and that was after I, I made the shift and I would tell him like, Hey man, you gotta, man, you gotta take the hat off, wear some dress shoes, man. Nah, I'm not going to do that, man. But that's, that's yeah. kind of how the mindset is with, with, with kids, man, is, is I'm not going to sacrifice in their mindset of who I am and it's not necessarily who you are you're stuck in a bubble you know that yeah. you're not willing to branch out of in order for you to grow right you know and if until you break out of that bubble man you're not going to see yourself progress um and I had to learn that man I mean it came from squatting in a house not having any money to do anything and once I started and you know not for materialistic things but my first promotion boom okay now we can buy a new car versus always paying to get my old car fixed all the time you know now we can get this apartment in this place that where we would rather be rather than this 10 uh 10 story project you know to where somebody just got stabbed in the elevator and i gotta catch the elevator all the way up or i gotta walk up 12 flights because you know, so that's that's the difference between are you willing to put in that work, like you're saying, to get yeah. to where you want to be? And if you if you are, yes. Now, is it always guaranteed? No. But that's the difference because the guarantee of not trying is a, is losing. Exactly. You're always going to lose if you don't try, you know, but you no. have that chance to progress, man, if you keep going. 
No, that makes perfect sense right there, man. And, and, and like you said, it's uh, a couple of things you touched on. I'll, I'll reply back to, but like dressing for the part is a big part of it. Right. Um, and, and, and it sounds like, uh, you know, why do I, like you said, why do I got to tuck my shirt and why do I have to do something like that? It's not, that's not me. That's not, it's not really about that. The, the thing is what it's really, what you're really doing it for um, is to let the people know who make those decisions. Like this is a safe bet right here. You know, this is yeah. somebody I trust. This is somebody I could rely on. Their work ethic matches. It's the whole presentation. It's the whole entire, it's building your own personal brand right there. That's what it yep. is. Yep. Especially in the corporate world. That's that's a right. big part of it right there. So it's kind of like, like you said, it's um when I first started at DirecTV, I was a trainer at Dish when I left and I came to Direct. And just like you, in a way, I, I kind of wanted to just chill in the background, you know, until I made that decision when I said, you know what? Now, now I'm, I'm going to move on. Like I, I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. So what did I start doing? Same thing. I started dressing up, yep. tucking the shirt in, doing everything like that. Networking, uh, letting people know my goals. So I'm, I'm making it verbal. I'm making it out there so people are well aware of what I want to do. Um, you could go. Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, and then just kind of being verbal about it right there, um, because. Like I said, it takes more than you need to let people know what you want to do in life. It's more than just one person making these decisions. So if I know there's something mm-hmm. I want to do in life, I need to put it out in the universe and let others know that, hey, this guy, Lawrence, this is what he wants to do. So therefore, you get other people speaking about you. Your name speaks louder in the right. room than you do when you're in the room. So if I have Ooh. other people speaking my name in that room, I know yeah. I have a chance of making something out and that's what i need the, the point that i need to get across so when i decided to say hey this is what i want to do i started you know the assistance queue was my ticket as well i started sitting over there like i was yeah. on the team i would volunteer to help out whenever yeah, they yeah. needed coverage uh so when it came time to promote i already knew like i was that person they want to put in the position and that's what happened and then within right. 10 months i became yep. a supervisor of that team right same concept yeah, yeah. I just try to make sure that I let people know what I want to do in life, uh, how I could help people as well, too. And, right. you know, as history shows, it moved up that way. And then, you know, kind of segue really to where I'm at right now in life. Yeah. Um, but just making sure that you mitigate risk in other people's mind. That's that's yep. a big part. We all are taking risk at some point, especially when you're hiring somebody you don't know. So you can only go off of the yep. things you see and hear. That's all you can go off of. So that's what I'm going right, to use. Right. That's just the human nature behind it right there. Um, even when I first got my townhome, when my wife was pregnant and I had my first child, when I just just came down here to interrupt me 10 mm-hmm. years ago, um, yeah. I remember I, I wanted to get this townhome. So, you know, we, we wanted to rent out this townhome. My credit score was not good. And I mm-hmm. knew that. It's not like I was oblivious to it. It was like... 480. It was something. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. It was bad back then, right? Yeah. So I was like, all right, Lawrence. So same thing. I, I grinded, saved up. I think I had like ten thousand dollars saved up or something okay. like that. We lived at her. We lived at her parents' house. So we were for, like I said, it takes a lot of people. So they let yeah. us live there for free for like six months, and me and her yeah. saved up all of our money. Um, and when I went to go meet with the, uh, it was like an open house. I went to go meet with the landlord. And I dressed up like it was a job interview. I'm talking about like pants, iron, button nice. up. Yep. Went to my brother, got a haircut. You know, back there then I go. didn't have all of this, but it was <laughs> yeah. all nice. 
nice clean cut. <laughs> you know, you would think I was going to church or something like it yeah, was like, yeah. and it was on like a, a, a Saturday or something like that. And everybody else who showed up, flip flops, shorts, mm. you know, whatever. Even though I didn't have the credit score in mind, I presented myself as someone who was going to take care of her property. Like she felt comfortable. Right. Like, I don't think this guy is going to come in my house and destroy everything. So yep. that yep. already looked good. The second thing that looked good is I came with first month, second month, there and a deposit. So I had 3000 cash back yeah. then. It was cheap. There you go. It was a thousand a month back then, right? Nowadays, that's like one month. But I came <laughs> with three right. months. Deposit, first, second month. So I came with, yep. right, I was like, I got 3000 cash. My wife's pregnant. This is where I work at. I know my credit score is not the best, but I, I, I will take care of this. Dude, she, she let me. She picked me. And there's so many people she could have went. Probably had way better credit yep. scores, all that kind of stuff. But I was able to sell myself, and she trusted me. Like, you know what? Yeah. This will probably be a safe bet, so we'll go with this guy right here. And I needed that in my life. I needed that right. place. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. Nice. I, both of my kids were there, my first two. Uh, we lived there for like four years. Um, and it helped me save money to get the house I bought now. Um, that it was at a great location, you know, it was like mm -hmm. about 10 minutes from direct TV. It was a really good spot. So that I look back on that. I was like, man, that, that really helped us out right there. Cause if we didn't get that, it would have been tough. You know, dude, it was, a, it was, oh, man, it, it was nice, man. It was a, a one bedroom. It was a two bedroom, one bathroom and I had a one car attached garage, right? Okay. Yep. Extended one that you could use for like storage and stuff. And it had two parking spots. Nice. It was in a, it was nice. Oh, little, man, okay. Let me explain, man. It's, it's been a while since I lived in the war. It was over there off of, uh, like, uh, uh, I want to say Hamp. God, man, what is wrong with me right now? Yo, when you, <laughs> when you move yeah. for that far, things change. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, I want to say Buckley. Okay. And, Hampton, Buckley and Hampton. You know the King okay. Supers? Okay. There's yep. a 7 Eleven before yeah. Buckley and Hampton. There's a 7 Eleven right yep. there in a the park. I lived in those townhams. Yep. Oh, there. I know exactly what you're talking There's... about. There, there used to be a, um, uh, 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 Albertsons back there. Is that the one? Is that around the spot? You're talking about? Hampton and Buckley. So it's Hampton and Buckley. There's there's like a 7 Eleven on the corner right there. And there's those townhams that call like Sunburst or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man. It had a park. Real dope. Okay. I was like, man, be perfect, you know, like, and it was, and it worked out. Nice. But nice. same thing, like we're saying, is how you present yourself and how you carry yourself goes a long mm -hmm. way. Um, so yeah, you you, you got to do that sometimes. Sometimes you got to tuck the shirt in, you know, you got to let yeah, people you know, and and, and you got to yep. be okay with being told no sometimes. That's another thing. You, yep. you know, don't feel like just because you did everything the right way, things are going to yeah. go your way. It's like that. It it, it, it it doesn't work. It's about being consistent and playing the odds. You play the right. odds. You show up your best self as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Normally, things tend to go in your in favor. For every promotion I got that gave me more money, that was great. I probably mm -hmm. got told no like 10, yeah. 15 times. Yep. Yep. It's going to happen. Same you know? with me, man. Every time I went for a promotion, they would tell me no. You know, they give me feedback. And yeah. while in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, you... <laughs> dirty you know uh <laughs> yeah. just me presenting okay no problem i didn't do this right no problem you know i'll go back and do that but then they also check on it are you implementing that feedback as well and without even reapplying for the same position about three times i then 
after three times of being denied for different roles, each yeah. role I got the position because of how I implemented the feedback, you know, without reapplying. So it right. is, man. I mean, they, they, they check for that um, as well. And you, you got to put yourself in their shoes as well. What, what, what type of bet are you willing to put on a certain person? And you have right. to be realistic. You can't be like, well, I would, I would take a risk for myself if I was to do this, but really, will you really though, you yeah. know, what are the circumstances and are you willing to deal with the cert with the repercussions of, risking something on somebody who does, doesn't even present themselves like they're going to take care of, of business as well. So all those things you have to think about, you know, when you're making these moves, especially in the corporate world, or even if you start your own business, same thing, man. When you go to apply for a, a business loan and you don't yeah. have a business plan, what do you think they're going to tell you? Exactly. Like, like you don't even know what you're going to do, you know, because yeah. uh, an important thing in the business plan at the end, people think, People think the most important part of a business plan is how are is the is the business going to be or how they're going to repay their loan. That's not the most important. The most important part is what is your exit strategy out of your yeah. business if you are not lucrative as you need to be. They want to know exactly from A to Z how is your business going to be structured. Um and without that plan, without, you know, I mean, people don't want to take that risk, man. So no, it makes perfect sense with you. It's all about like we were saying that, you know, like like risk versus reward, you know, mm -hmm. for the most part. So when you're looking to promote, like you said, you're working the two jobs and you realize, you know, I need to make more money, so I need to promote, which is great. A lot of us first of all, we gotta have some damn work ethic, first of all. If you're not even willing to yep. work and have the work ethic, don't even yep. worry about promoting at Might that well point. Forget it. Just get a job at this point. Yep. I just need you to just do right. something. No, but once you get to the point where you're like, you're <laughs> yeah. motivated enough to work and you're decent at it. Okay, let's now let's think about how can we capitalize? How can we, if I'm going to show up here 40, 50 hours a week, what can I do to get the most out of this as much as I can? Um, right. And then like we just talked about right now, those are the steps you would normally take. You know, you, you dress for the job, you network, yep. you try to shadow, learn more about the job as much as possible. A lot sure. of times we apply for jobs when they post. Not, but you should be going for it now. You should be building the network. You should be building relationships with the people who make those decisions. Learning the job before sense. it even goes live. So when it yeah. goes live, you're already somebody. You know they're thinking about at that point right yep. there. Yep. And, and and another thing is, and, and you own your house. I own my house as well too. And that's another shit. Uh, another thing we I, I think it's important is you know. Yep. Ownership is an important thing. You know, if you go own something that has some equity, if you go own some land or whatever the case like that, it, it's it's very important, you know, and that's something that my father did install on me when he bought that mm -hmm. house. He, he was telling me it's important to to own something. And, and I took that to heart, yep. you know, and I, I wish I would have bought sooner. I, I think I was 30 when I bought my house. Would have been cooler mm -hmm. if I was able to figure that out earlier. You know, maybe it was a good right, thing because right, that was a financial crisis. So maybe I avoided something. I didn't get mine until twenty uh, seventeen ish. Oh, okay. Yep. At the same time, though, yeah, a lot of times because we feel like, oh, how do, I used to think like, how do people afford all these expensive things? Right. You know. Well, right. The thing is, you know, good credit. Like, yep. yeah, you make decent money. You have decent credit. Things are cheaper for you in life. You oh, know, yeah. we go on vacation. I don't save up $4,000 and go on vacation. We have a United account, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, right. You pay it on the United, 
and you could pay like $400 a month. I could afford that, me and my mm-hmm. wife. Right. Or, you know, every year we paid for that vacation. Or you could see yeah, exactly. there's ways you can go about things to, to get things accomplished, you know? So yeah. having good credit really helps that. I helps don't recommend out. abusing that part because that could get, you know, bad if you abuse the, the, your credit and, mm-hmm. you know, living a lifestyle that you're not able to afford. Exactly. So there's a fine you line. About it. That, but yep. you can be smart about it and then, you know, get certain things in life and still, uh, you know, be able to accomplish certain goals that you have set forth where before yep. in the past growing up, I would think a lot of that stuff wasn't possible. Like how did mm-hmm. you do that? Well, yep. you know, you learn over time how that's done. Right. Right. That reminds me, man, when I was younger, my dad had a, a hot dog cart. So we used to go to different events and, and sell hot dogs and all that. And that's where I got a lot of my entrepreneur, entrepreneurship mindset, you know, but during that time I used to hate it. Oh man, I got to go out there. Oh, okay. I'm going to go out there with my pops. We're going to do this. And I, I, you know, I was good at it, but we did this one event at, uh, Kobe homes. I think that's what they were called back in the day. Mm-hmm. But new builds, you know, nice yeah. houses. So we're out here selling hot dogs to all these people that I'm, I feel were like rich, you know, and I was, Oh yeah. man. And I told my dad, you know, I used to walk through those houses when I was, when I was young and just nice, man, you know, and, and in my mind, I was like, man, I can never, imagine having something like this and i asked my dad i was like um i was like you think i forgot how i I structured the question but but basically he told me that you know you just have to grind out you know and and put your mind to it so thinking back when i was looking into those homes and then actually having a home built as well you know in the same process from years later man that 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 struck a chord with me because yeah back in the day like you were saying i mean i I couldn't imagine buying a new build you know next to 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 even owning a home you know so um a lot of that stuff really sticks to you and and people don't realize it like i said i didn't didn't like it but just having that experience alone put me in that position to 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 know you know just to just to just work at it man and, and get it so yeah, no, you have a good point there. And, and I think what happens is sometimes we get caught up in our, I don't want to say caught up, but our our, our structure, our environment, um, you know, the way we grow up, sometimes it's almost, it seems like the American dream, if you will, is unachievable sometimes. That's mm-hmm. that's, that's, just, that's for other people. And that's yeah, for other yeah. things, for people that look like me, people that look like you, that ain't for us. Right, right. And I feel bad. You know about that as well too. So I try to help people out as I go along in life. When they like, oh Lawrence, that's a nice house you get. How you get it? I'm like, yeah. Let me explain to you what I did because you could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like trust me, you could definitely do the same thing. You know, it starts off by, do you have credit? Yes or no. If the answer is no, not a big deal. Start a Capital One credit card with the yeah. dollars Exactly. If you do right. have credit, okay. How if it's bad, fix it. Just pay your bills off. Pay the bills off. The credit store yep. score will go up, and then we start there. We start at fixing our credit. A lot of people think, like, they got to make all this extra money to buy a house, and that's not really right. the case at right. all. You know, what you need to right, have right. is you have to have good credit. And then once you mm-hmm. have good credit, then we could talk about how you would get that down payment or financial assistance. Yeah. Yeah. An example, right. when I bought my house, my house was purchased. Uh, I used my 401K money. Mm-hmm. So at DirecTV, I had a 401k. I yep. invested in that 401k from day one, right. and I never touched it, right? It takes a little bit of discipline to do this. Oh, yeah, Just it does. Don't You're touch right. your, don't touch don't your 401k. T- right. 
Oh yeah. man, exactly. You're right. Let it sit because the company's going to help you with it. So that's what yep. I did. I left 401k direct TV and I went to the, the current company I work at now. And at that point I had an option what I would do with that money. So part of it, I was like, you know, I, I, I know eventually I want to buy a house. So I was able to take like $20,000 and I put it in like a Roth IRA. Okay. Eventually a year later, I bought my house. I took that $20,000 and I was able to put, I paid a little bit of tax when I took it out and the rest, I put $13,000 down as a down payment for 3% on the conventional nice. loan house I live in now. Awesome. And the thing is, I didn't even notice that money. It damn near seemed free because yeah, I've yeah. been putting it to the side without paying attention to it. I never yep. knew that was going to be my down payment on a house. Yeah, I just, right. Five years later, I got a new job. I have another kid. Things are going pretty decent. We we're talking about buying a house. And how do I get this down payment? Oh, shit. What about that money that I just have right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Right. There it is. There goes your down nice. payment. And good thing, we've got the credit fixed on that part. And yep. then before you know it, buying a house all of a sudden became a thing. So it was one of those things where it's like fix the credit score and and, and do some sort of savings. It's okay to right. save money. You don't have to spend everything. You know, like one of the things, honestly, like, you know, we talk about advice. I get, give my younger self. Let, let me give some advice to some people now. Yep. <laughs> you know, like don't buy things that are... How do, how do how, what's the best way I can say this without sounding like an old man or something? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to phrase myself. You know, don't don't invest in something that's not really going to invest back in you. It's probably the best way I can say it. So yep. when I see uh, purchases of like, yeah, I got these rims on my right. car. And rims right. cost thousands of dollars. I got these gold chains right here. I got this, right. this watch right here that costs like this. To me, it's the, it, it's the, it's the worst purchase. I mean the worst purchase yeah. you could ever make like like the rims are you serious your car right. already came with some rims and some tires there ain't nothing wrong with it. yeah yep. yep jewelry i'm not trying right. to hate on jewelry or anything like that i'm just saying like what like if you don't have it already if you're gonna buy that i hope you already mm -hmm. have it. yeah if you yeah, have it already you. you got the things you want in life and things are good and you do that hey i'm not mm -hmm. hating that's cool but right. if you're gonna buy that and then talk about how you don't have other things, your 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 mindset needs to change. At the, this watch right, right here, yeah, yep, Casio. There you go. Sixteen dollars. Right. There you go. Sixteen dollars, bro. Yep. Does everything. Yep. Tells times. It got an alarm. It got a stopwatch yeah. on this thing right here. Yep. Yep. Sixteen. Sixteen dollars. I got like three of these boys. Balling. There you go. I got a blue right, one right. and a black one too. <laughs> right. You know that. Yes, that sir. It, you don't have to like. Get so, and I'm not saying that you could have some nice things here. I don't want to make it yeah. sound like, oh, uh, what's he talking about? You know, things like that. I'm just saying, if you don't have it already, and you want it, don't 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 invest in those things that aren't really going to invest back in you like that. You know, invest in your yep. education if you kill, if if you will, yep. and, and invest more into something that's going to come back to you. Like, invest in paying off your credit card. That's what you right, need to work. Right. Paying yeah, off your yeah. credits and stuff like that, yep. so your credit score can increase because that's going to inevitably save you money over the lifetime, over your lifetime at this point. So, right, you've really got to focus on what we're spending our money on. You know, like yep. the, the shoes, the sneakers that cost like two hundred dollars, and yeah, right. You now I see people buying that, and and I'm like, man, it's, and I get it, it's like our culture in a way. Yeah, it yeah, is, yep, yep, it's exactly. Our culture, we, exactly. We put it out there. It's like we got to floss and do all this type of stuff, and you know, to a degree, that's that's fine. But mm -hmm. don't do that and complain about the other thing. 
Yeah. That's that's where I have a problem. If you're gonna do that, but you're cool paying high rent or cool living at your baby mama's house and, and that's just you, <laughs> right? Okay, right. that's you. I'm not gonna knock your life. That's what you want to do. But don't buy those things and then tell me like, oh man, I'm just I trying to get it. something to get some. Then I'm like, are you really trying? Like, are you right. trying? You just yeah. want it. There's a yeah. difference between yeah. like once like I want to work towards it and I want something or I'm trying. I, yeah. I, I don't really see you trying. It seems like you're trying to get away from that. That's what yeah, it seems exactly. like. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot a lot of it is is coming from, you know, growing up, just like you were saying, having being without and then you tend to overindulge when you do have it, you know? Yeah. And that's not a lot, not just a small percentage of people think otherwise. It's okay, I didn't have it before. I don't want to go back to not having it again, so I'm going to make sure that I set myself up right for the future. But a right. lot of people are like, man, you know, I was starving growing up, so I'm going to eat as much as I can, you know, uh, all the time. And, that, you know, overindulgence is not good for anybody at all. Um, nope. But understanding a want versus a need is, is extremely important. And my analogy is understanding what what that feels like, right? Like I went on a, a, a fast a few mm-hmm. some months ago for – I was trying to do 14 days, but I only did a week. So I went on, on a juice fast. Hey, more than I could ever do. Yeah, man. Uh, and it was just uh, vegetables and, and fruits. So I would drink um, just that for seven days straight. No meat, no nothing, man. Just that straight up. Um, and that taught me the difference between um, starving and craving, you know? <laughs> so I would I would drink some juice and I'm full. But right. I still feel like I need to eat some pizza or cheeseburger, some chicken. But that was just my craving, man. It wasn't it wasn't right. me being hungry, you know, and that's the same concept of do you really need to buy this gold chain? Because what are you going to do with it? You're just going to floss with it because you felt like when you were younger, somebody else was flossing. So I got to floss and stun on them, too. You know, you got to right. get away from that mindset. So if I buy this, is this really going to help me or is this a reward for me working hard for two years straight? And I'm rewarding myself because, you know, I. I discipline myself enough, you know, so those two totally different things right? you really need to change in the culture. Yeah. Two totally yep. different things yep. right there, right? Is this like a, a reward? Is this something where it's like that? Or is this like when you just buying a, a gold chain on a Tuesday just to do it, that's where right. I'm like, all right, what are we what is it what are we really doing here? You know, so and, right. and like I said, it's only if if you have other goals in mind. Like if you have other goals to save and do this, it, and that's where it starts getting messy at that point right there like that's where right. i wish we could have better financial advice and people could come yep. together a little bit more because I, I feel like that there's a lack of that in, in our community to be honest for the most, there's yep. a big lack big of that time. part right there a lot of times we right. think things are unachievable they're definitely achievable you just have to have a blueprint to yep. how to get there you know that's that's the biggest yep. part right there so yeah that, that that's where it's at man and, and um and hopefully, like I tried to pass that knowledge on, yeah, to others. That's something I, yeah. I I do my best to try to do. You know, if someone so. reaches out, I, I I won't give names, but there's like about three four people I kind of helped, yeah, them give them a structure as far as what to do to purchase a house. Um, and yes, sir. That's they were able up, to do it. They were real thankful for it as well too. And. You know, if you could, I guess part of it is just making sure you pass it and pay it forward to other people. Let them know, like, hey, we, we're in this. We could do this, too. You know, like, it's it's something we can do. Something right. you can leave down for your kids. 
um, is, is what we, yeah. that's how you create that generational wealth and stuff like that. It starts, it has to start somewhere. So, uh, you know, yeah. hopefully it starts with me from my family. Um, cause you know, nothing really came down to me except the knowledge I did get from my father while he was here. Um, so mm. therefore I can give more than just knowledge to my kids. I can give knowledge and gotcha. here's, here's this property. Hopefully in a few years from now I could get another property so they can have some ownership and they, and they can have that as well too. Yes, sir. Ooh. Deep, deep, man. So, um, so yeah, man. So you carried us through through your childhood, you know, through yeah. through some struggles, uh, yeah. through some some important impactful situations, um, and dropped a lot of good nuggets, some knowledge, some 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 bars, you know, uh, for everybody to absorb as well through the episode. Um, and I think you already you touched base on on my my question as well about what you would uh, tell your younger self, um. Would there be anything else you would tell yourself or do you have any final words for the audience? Uh, tell my younger self, man, that's a tough one, man. I, the, the lot of, I'll probably say, yo, man, and make sure you invest into some yeah. Google stock. Google comes out. There man. you go. Like, right now. What you got? <laughs> put it all. Forget Internet yeah. Explorer. Forget, forget. What was the other one? Netscape. Don't, don't worry Netscape. about Netscape Navigator yeah. or Yahoo. No, no, no. Yeah. But yeah. Every, Google. <laughs> yeah. Google. Right. Google. Apple, Apple yep. stocks, stuff like yep. that, you know, right? Yep. But um, Amazon, right? Amazon, no. yep. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I guess, yeah. No, no, you go ahead, go ahead, man. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know, as far as investing goes, you know, I I didn't know nothing about that until Rich B. You remember Rich B. from 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 Directv? Yes. yes. He set me aside, man, and gave me an hour of free knowledge of of uh, stocks, man free knowledge, you know, show me how to look at it, how to, how to look at the uh, potential future impact, look at the history and where to align my 401k. And that just blew my mind, man. That was 35, 36 at that time, you know? Um, So it was like, wow, man. And that just changed my whole perspective on on life uh, straight up because we didn't learn that growing up. No, that's another thing we didn't talk about on this, but yeah, that's another thing right there. The stock market, that's a big one. Like, there's such thing as we talk about calculated risk. If you yeah. if you want to give me your money, I like right. going a little sports gambling here myself and there, but yeah, that's yeah. gambling. The, the smart yeah. gambling is going into the stock market and really understanding what you're looking at as far as with yep. trends. Because yep. that's where you're going to gain a lot of long term uh type wealth exactly. in, uh, in the stock market right there. But no, that's a good point. It's good to have that knowledge. I, I have a little yeah. bit of that knowledge, not where I would want to be. My brother is my brother's quite mm, knowledgeable. Okay. He, he, yeah. he, he's been in the stocks. Uh, something that I, I have a few myself. Boy, I'm just so happy I didn't go all in on crypto, though. I'll tell you that. I did yeah. not do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. so I, I invested in Dogecoin when yeah. it was like pennies. And I just put yeah. my money, I just put money into it because I was looking for penny stocks at that time for, yeah, for yeah. crypto. And this was before, uh, uh, it was probably 2019. I was like, all right, let me just put some in here. And you know it blew up, you know during COVID lockdown, yeah, and, and I was like, man, I got some money here. This is when I started uh, the the nonprofit. Yeah. Um, but in order to get all my my licensing and my five hundred one c three, I needed to get a lawyer to help me with documentation. I didn't have the money at that time, so yeah. man, that that thing blew up, and I was looking at, you know, I was like, what? I took it out, and then I put it, you know, pay some lawyers uh, to help me establish the organization, man. And then after that, of course. You know, things went the other way, but I was like, Whoa, I'm glad I took it out, man. Uh, but you're right, you though. You, you. Yep. 
Yeah, but I mean that's the thing. Is you, that's it, man. That's smart, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, and and you, that, that's the thing. You never know when to take out, right? So you always try to figure out what the best time is. But also, the most important thing is that, and you said it right before I started talking about this, is you never, never invest what you're you're not um, willing to lose. You right. know, you, you invest right. what you are able to lose. You know, without going into a financial distress. And that's the thing is that a lot of people with a lot of new people with investing, even with crypto, all in, all in, all in. No, man, you don't know. You don't go all in, man. You, you, you don't go ask Larry out. with it, bro. You do not go ask Larry <laughs> with it with the rent money. Yeah, you don't exactly, go man. Rent money right? stock. There's a lot of people. Money. A lot of people are hurting right now, especially with the crypto stuff, man. You know, so oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I took like I, I think I lost like three, four hundred in the crypto, but like I said, that was just something mm-hmm. I threw in to just see what would happen. And ain't nothing right, happening, right. you know. So that's yeah, yeah. That, that was L. But um, yeah. As far as advice, I, you know, the only thing I would really probably tell my younger self yeah. is that you know, you're you're on the right track. You know, just just that boat of confidence. A boat of confidence really does go a long way. And for me right. personally, I I needed probably to become more confident in what I was doing because okay. a lot of times it was like, why am I? working like this why am i living like this and and just to have someone tell me like hey man you're on the right track keep it up you know that would have went a long way and probably i would say i would have liked to have finished school i still can um but i'm in a position where financially i'm good mm-hmm. i'm about to go on my fourth kid my wife is right. finishing school so i can't nice. do it while she i don't want to say i can't it just makes it tougher for both of us too so i'm taking the right. back seat until she finishes and then yes, I, I eventually will finish as well. But I, I think, you know, having that paperwork to go with what I already know, that's that's where it's at right yep. there. You know, So I would probably tell myself, like, hey, it's okay to, to finish school. Because in my high school, my senior year, I only needed one credit to graduate. Oh, I was always one of those kids that I, I took honors algebra. I was, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was pretty smart. I didn't, wasn't like a, you know, 4.0 because I, I was – I was good though. I understood school. Things came pretty fairly. I don't want to say easy, but I didn't have to stress over it too much. And instead of applying myself more, I decided to uh, just, you know, hang out more, things like that, when I probably could have taken it more serious and, um, you know, went to school, finished a degree. So probably like, yeah, just remind myself like, hey, man, you know, give myself some confidence. You're on the right track. But at the same time, it's okay to finish school, man. Like, right. you know, it's okay. Right. It's okay to go to CCA for two years and then yep. transfer to team. Right. There's nothing wrong with yep. doing something like that to have that paperwork. Because right now I do have a lot of knowledge in the professional mm-hmm. um, industry as far as corporations and stuff. I don't really have the yep. paperwork to match up for it, which means I do need to work harder. I do need to work harder than some people. And I have, yep. and, it's worked, and it's worked for me thus far. But there's mm-hmm. only so long that's going to work for me until gotcha. I get yep. something to match yep. it. And I understand that concept. So uh, I'm still working on that. Yes, sir. Cool. That's what's up, man. No, that's 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 important. It is, you know, especially getting 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 that information out to a youngin. You know, when you're yeah. young, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, I appreciate everything that you share with us today. 
Um, and with, as far as the audience goes, if you guys like what you heard, leave some comments, um, you know, of your thoughts about everything that was discussed as well. You can catch us on YouTube, uh, on the video streaming, but you can also catch us on the audio streaming platforms like Spotify and all your other favorite, uh, options that you use. Uh, but once again, this is Legacy United and your boy, Billy Wayne with Lawrence signing out for the day. You guys have a good one. Thank you.